Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 73 of the Nomads of Fantasy podcast. My name is Brandon. I am your host for this episode, but I'm also here with Eric. So we're just going to ignore the bear then? It's a bear. (laughs) And Dave. It's cultural, you know. We stick our elders in nursing homes. I'm sure they find that disturbing. Oh man! So Damn. these are uh, yeah. There's not a, there's not a lot of uplifting quotes from this one. No, it's no. Kind of. <sighs> no, these are all yeah. This uh, which is kind of in theme with the movie we're about to talk about. These are quotes from Midsummer, came out in 2019. Uh, I think this was like a summer movie too, like July or something like that, in 2019. And this is the second feature film by director and writer Ari. Aster, or Archer? That's Aster. That's what Aster. It looks I was like. at. Yep. Right, he's a new director to me, so I was pronounce it like I'm Swedish, though. Like Midsommar. Midsommar. Yeah. Midsommar. Like yeah. It's got that weird kind of spell into it. So. Yeah, but I, I, I guess know. actually you just kind of just say Midsummer, but Midsummer. Um, and this is a movie that I picked. I saw it, and I wanted these two. Uh, to watch it as well <laughs> to, because i just to feel experience like experience it it's just them it's thank you for using the word experience it's something that uh yeah i don't know so it was, it was an just experience a, it's an experience absolutely uh. um but it's also the kickoff the theme like the the month right it's october recording this on october 4th right now and uh i thought this would be a good it's not a horror movie like halloween or friday the 13th or anything like that but it is very unsettling and i thought it was a nice gradual transition into uh the new month yeah we do have a lot of stuff planned this month though um i guess to jump into the calendar uh this week we're watching uh midsummer as brandon so eloquently said but uh next week we're watching pan's labyrinth so if you want to play along with the nomads and become a nomad yourself, uh, I'm sure we can find out where that's coming up. Um, but that is on all sorts of streaming services. After that, we're playing some portal Two. which yeah, baby. That one. if you should, if you didn't, you should have claimed it on Xbox games with gold last month. Cause that's where I got oh, it. And that's where yes. I'll be playing it. Oh, nice. They did that. I bought that shit like years ago. Well, it's a classic. Another one. But then, uh, no, after Portal, we are watching the Jordan Peele movie, Nope, which is coming out end of the month to kind of wrap up our... Uh, I haven't seen it yet. October escapades. It doesn't none, come none out of us until, have seen it. I think, yeah. that weekend. The weekend right before. So it's going to oh, be a Oh, man, I love his movies, too. I can't wait to see that. It's not often so. that we get to... Uh, it's usually one of us have bring something to the table or have seen it before. It's not often that we're all going into it fresh. So that'll be exciting. It's nice. Yeah, absolutely. So... That's our that's our October. Um, we'd love everybody to kind of join in and uh, make sure you're watching along with us. All right, so Eric, what, going back to Midsummer, right? I know we put it out on Twitter. Um, I don't know. I I knew there there would be mixed feelings on this movie, and I feel I'll just you know right now just say it. Like I have mixed feelings on this movie too, but I <laughs> I just wanted to. to see it again. And I wanted to talk about it, but what were people saying on Twitter? 
yeah, our uh, our followers over there at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter also had some mixed thoughts as well. Um, SP Film Reviewer says, It's amazing, phenomenal cin- cinematography, and quite refreshing to have a horror setting in broad daylight, which I thought was a really interesting comment. Because I did notice You really that. don't see that too often. And like this movie is the, the brightest you can get. It's all green fields and blue <laughs> skies true. and yeah. sun's out. It's like, yeah, it's like murder cult in the sun. I don't know. That's what I think about like horror movies. I think night night and I wouldn't even consider this a horror movie, though. So I don't know. It's right. It walks right. that weird in between line. Mm-hmm. It has right. horror elements. How's that? Right. Uh, Mind Gap podcast says had watched Hereditary before, which freaked me out and lives in my head rent free to this day. So I was prepared for some incredibly wild stuff. Not as bad as I thought, which was a good thing. Very compelling and excellent performances. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very agreed. excellent performances. Uh, so what happens next says it's good, better than Hereditary, as it's not as bloated. I will say it does suffer from the general problems I have with Aster's films, uh, which not sure what he's referring to there. But I, I actually haven't. I, I watched like half of Hereditary. I hadn't seen that entire oh, movie. Okay. I watched um, Hereditary. It's another and horror I, flick, isn't it? I can respect it, but I don't give it like to me. I didn't. I enjoyed this more than that. And I'll say I think I'll 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 riff off of what he was saying. So to me, in the horror genre, and I we're just I'm gonna put his movies, uh, Astor's movies in the horror genre. Um, they're they're messy. It's a messy genre. There's not a lot of winners. Like Silence of the Lambs, I think is like the greatest horror movie, right? Maybe throwing like Misery and some other things in there that are like really good movies that are like very frightening and stuff like that. But overall, they're they always kind of land flat. Well, it's either slasher like or campy or, you know, t- a little too schlocky. Gore. Yeah. And gory. But I'll, but I'll say that Astor's films have been a little bit clunky. Like, there's really good directing. Really good directing. He knows how to make it look good. But there's some clunkiness that I can see in his two movies that I've watched, Hereditary and Midsummer. And I'll say it's probably what he's calling out is it's the storytelling. It's the, the shifting Maybe it's just his style, but I think there's a little clinkiness. But I think this being his second feature film, it's a little smoother than Hereditary, which I think, like I said, is clunky. But that's mm-hmm. my... It looks like he's only got three films, but they all sound like they're pretty downers. Hereditary, Midsummer, and Disappointment Boulevard. That's literally... They don't sound very uplifting. Disappointment Boulevard? What is that? When did that come out? Uh, oh no! I'm sorry. That comes out next year. Okay, so that oh, must be the so new. So that's his new third. One. Okay, yeah, interesting. But All then right. you get the. But he also got uh, the other guy who did um, Witch and the Lighthouse. That's what Ed Eggers, right? Yep, Robert Eggers. Yeah, Robert Eggers. And like these two guys are coming into the horror genre. I'll put them in horror, and they're just doing. Uh, they're shaking things up. So that's what I've been kind of drawn to these kind of these movies. So I'm kind of excited to to dig into this. But I'm sorry, I I will stop rambling. <laughs> uh the podcast nobody asked for says we recommend midsummer on literally every episode de- dedicate an episode a year to it and have interviewed the cinematographer it's okay wow <laughs> they end that with it's okay wow but it's, no that's pretty crazy that's a lot yeah cinematography uh, in this was pretty cool because there is a lot of those of best, like one of the best parts. long like long landscape they have like i don't know all these outdoor shots that just go off into the distance but I don't know. We can get into this a little later. 
Uh, Ryan Wilson says, I thought this movie was fantastic. The setting and brutality of that opening scene. Damn, definitely one of the better A24 films, in my humble opinion. Wow. A24, yeah. And then, uh, last but not least, eBunny06 says, I saw it. I got bored, overhyped, like most of Ari Aster's other, other stuff. Well, there's your mixed opinions movie, there. So. Yeah. Yep, there's your mixed opinions there. All over. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, you can also hop in our Discord server to join that. Just go to the nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. We're always talking about episodes in there, having episode discussions. And another hot thing that's going on in our Discord right now is our newest released, our first released game ever. It's called What Map. You can play that at whatmapgame.com. And that is another daily game, probably akin to like something like Wordle. Um, but it's, you got video game maps. It starts out zoomed in. And with each guest, it zooms out a little bit more. So you can share your results after that. And people in our Discord community have been sharing their results it's, every day. And it's been, a, it's been a blast. It's taken over every morning when I get up. I'm having my coffee and I see like multiple Got all your notifications. I know. That's why it takes me then... all day to do it. Because like I'm intimidated because some of you guys get it in like three, two, four. And I'm like, okay, like I want to be like the first one to get it in one. So I'll ponder all day. And then like maybe two. All right, two. I'll take a hit. I'm like maybe two. All right, maybe one more. And it's like three in and I get. Yeah, it takes me all day to <laughs> share my results. Some are yeah. a lot tougher than others. But yeah, some like some you just know it in the back of your mind. You've seen it before somewhere and you just got to dig mm -hmm. it out. So. And everybody's like little it's comments fun. between their shares, like gives me little hints throughout the day. I'm like, oh, well, that's why I try to like spoiler tag them. So I don't <laughs> give anything away. But but I'm like, yeah, even though we made the game, it's still fun to to play it every day. Like, yeah, it's, it's fun to share your results and everything. But no, that's you can check all that out. Again, the nomadsoffantasy.com slash discord if you want to hop in there with us. All right. Well, I think that's enough for the first act. Let's take a little break. Drink some tea. Maybe do some shrooms. Trip my balls Don't up. Don't drink my tea. Yeah, man. And then just like wander yeah. off into the woods. Maybe lay down in the sun. And uh, we'll wake up and uh, we'll be in act two. We'll be on our way. Wake up as the May Queen. Welcome, welcome friends to Act 2. I am your cult leader, Brandon, and uh, I would love to hear how you feel about the movie Midsummer. A lot of feelings in this movie. 
It a lot is. Of feelings. We need to be in tune with ourselves and Let's nature. cry together. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Let's scream together. David, brother David, please brother. come here. Step forward. Hey, tell us how do you feel? Because you have never seen this movie before. Only I it was, have. It was a little like I you know movie started. I saw a twenty four, so I know immediately that it's going to be something something interesting is going to be going on in this movie. But I left the movie like not really disturbed, not really scared, but like it kind of like sank in my brain for a little bit where I had to think about it for like the next day or two. Like, I feel like I had the same like, reaction. I had to like, digest, I like you have to digest it because there's a lot to a lot that happens in here and a lot of sort of decisions. Especially in the make. last like 10 minutes, last mm-hmm. 20 minutes or whatever. I was going to say the, the climax, once it gets to the climax, it really starts yeah. moving. That's there's a lot of sure. walking around in fields and, you know, dancing and around a pole, you know, all sorts of stuff. But I'll, I it, thought it was... bookends things though, because as the intro, mm-hmm. yeah. this is like its I own did movie like that. itself. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't scary. It wasn't like gory, but it was like, I don't know. It wasn't really disturbing either. I don't know. Eric, what do you think? I'm, I feel like I'm on, I'm on the same page with you a little bit. Like it was unsettling. Unsettling is the perfect word mm-hmm. for this movie. It's it is a horror movie, but it's not scary in the traditional sense of a horror movie that where that usually is. Um, but yeah, there are some things that stick with you. Some certain scenes that stick in your brain. Like horrible things happen, but it's not a horror movie. Right. And uh, this movie, I mean, this movie is 148 minutes and it seems long. There are a lot of, like you said, there's not a ton that happens, but when things start happening, they start happening. And even though it was long and it felt long, I don't think it really, I didn't, I don't think it overstayed its welcome. Like, I think the buildup throughout the entire movie with the tension was part of the experience as well. And part of the unsettling nature of it. Cause you're like, you're just waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And even when something doesn't happen, you know, it makes it so that when something actually does happen, it makes it's, it's so much more effective because you're just waiting. You're waiting the entire time for these things to go down. And when it finally does it, it's your wonder. Really like- the fan what the fuck are these people up to? Like some, some right. shit is going on here. Well, at first you're like, I mean, this is like classic culty type stuff. Cause they're out in the middle of nowhere. They're in Sweden. They're dressed in like these weird clothes. It's a small commune village type thing. Like it's, it's classic like cult setting. But when you're first introduced to them, like everybody feels nice. They have their own way of living their own way of life. And then you start getting introduced into their traditions and then <laughs> the fact that these outsiders are here as well, kind of infiltrating their commune. It's like a clash of cultures. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the, the conflict and the everything starts to happen. So different characters but, clash differently with the culture. We'll say, we'll say. Right. Exactly. Before we get into spoiler territory, I, Dave, I, I what I like about Discord is like we can kind of message each other, and we ha- I know we have our own little area in Discord just amongst like us three, but you made a comment about like because I, I said when you see this A twenty four, it's a seal of quality. Mm-hmm. I've made that comment before, and I you know, and I said, hey, yeah. it's you know, you're in for something good, but you made it seemed like you 
you had a comment at the time. Was this right after you saw the movie and you were like disgusted with what it you was, saw? It was literally like as the credits were rolling, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, really?" And I, I had the like, same reaction. I'm Dave. Like digesting, like I don't know. There, I have reasons for. I don't know. You know, obviously, I guess spoiler warning: some people die in this movie. <laughs> um, no, but like, yeah, I find I found it hard to like care about them because. I don't want to get. I guess whatever. It's interesting. Let's get it. Let's get into spoiler territory. No, we could get. I, did, yeah, I just want to say that. Well, it's hard to care about people dying when they're kind of douchey to begin with. So I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Let's fucking. Well, it's let these it's, cult people murder these people. I mean, it is a it is a horror movie, and that's a classic horror movie trope of you start out with a bunch of people, and you know that one by one they're going to start dying. A bunch of young people yeah. as the movie goes through. So like, we're not really likable except the one girl. I don't right? think it's always a yeah, young woman. Exactly. And I don't, she's I don't the think only you're one that, yeah, you do like. You're not supposed to care about these people because they are meant to be the ones that are going to die. So I don't <clears throat> I don't really think they want to make you care about them too much. Like Christian right. her boyfriend throughout the entire movie they're setting up that he's a douchebag basically and doesn't really care about her and his friends are all, you know, they all have their own quirks. They're all selfish. They all have their own motivations. So, like, you just know that something bad is going to happen to them. Refresh in the character. So, the main character is Danny, right? She is the main character. She is a central character to this movie. Which Florence um, Pugh, played by Florence Pugh, and she's fantastic. destroys in this movie. Like, she's got, like, she can tell that, I don't know, she put a lot into it. Like, she's got, like, that ugly cry. Where like yeah. you can be a, you can be the hottest girl in the world, but you get that like it had like, to be emotionally draining. Oh, I got, but you feel so bad for her in the beginning of the movie. Like you feel terrible for her because it's like that. Yeah, they're like crying so hard you can't get your breath in, and like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She, she did a great job. She fantastic. killed it. Yeah. Well, I think that's the big takeaway from this movie is it. It's visually stunning to look at. Um, it has this eerie feeling throughout the whole movie that you just can't shake off. I think and the, at the uh, end you don't even know what the fuck you just the saw. The sound, the music does a lot of heavy heavy music lifting for the unsettling, like, the unsettling feeling. Before most podcasts, mm-hmm. I like to listen to like the album of the movie, like the day of the yeah. podcast, to get myself <laughs> into it. I could not listen to this one. It's just like that high like horror violiny stuff. Yeah, there's man. a lot of like weird noises and. And the people singing. And, <laughs> I don't yeah. mind them. They're they're cool. <laughs> but uh but anyway, so but so but her boyfriend is Christian, and then there's uh Mark, there is Josh, and then the dude that kind of leads them there, yeah. the whole reason why they even go is what Pele? 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 It's Pele, I think. Just or Pele, Pele, Pele. But, Pele. I don't know. Like, I think I call a, them Pele. That's his job though. He's there to bring have in, you guys, well, bring in the have fresh you guys, hold on. Have you guys seen The Good Place? Yes. Yes. Because yes. I could Josh not is... I could not get Josh who plays Cheedy in The Good Place. I could not get him out of my head. William oh, Jackson okay. Harper is the actor. I know. Yeah. And he's just I know. And he he plays kind of the same character. Like he's a smart, like kind of know it all dude. And it's weird to see him in this role, but I liked him in this role. I thought he did a great job as well. Yeah. And I think what they do with this character is the clinky part. Because I think they did such a good job with Danny that they were kind of clunky with some of the other characters. I didn't. I didn't mind. Mark, Mark did wasn't bad. With he was Josh, like the, he's like the douchey party friend. 
Like, he right. just I wanted to go more get of him though. Drunk. Like, but he well, was I think I think how he met his end by pissing on the ancestral tree. I think that makes sense for his character <laughs> and who he was as a character. Oh, such a fucking. <laughs> it was so good. It was such a cringy scene. Like, this dude wants to just get drunk. Like, I was thinking, this, you just pissed on our graves. Like, if I'm in, yeah, man. I don't know. These guys are in what graduate school or something like that because they're talking something about like that. They're going for their. PhDs they're, they're fairly intelligent stuff. people like, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're this not like dumb high schoolers. Not my idea of a good vacation. Like, I would want my fucking money back if like somebody's like, we're gonna go out to the midsummer festivals, and I showed up and it was like this creepy cult in a field. Well, think about it though, like, dude, Dave. This like, a little brutal. The Josh character intellectually is is drawn to it he wants yes. to learn about these cults. That, that's what he's all it's about just, it's just and then his the and, then, and mark is just a horn bag yeah he's just want, he's just hearing from <laughs> he like this, his roommate tale like like a whole civilization or a whole civil, a whole society of babes just oh tall, because the vikings took the women, women from other countries and brought the best looking ones back to sweden that's why right yeah, something like right. So he's probably just telling him. So he's like, oh, "I'm ready to go." And he's a dweeb, anyways. So he's just all about going there, and so it makes sense. And Christian is just an opportunist. He's just kind of follows along and then tries to like make a move on people. Like that's kind of what I picture from his behavior. Kinda, yeah, and his and Danny's relationship is kind of like the crux of the whole thing. Kinda... Okay, so this is the part that I actually like is the beginning the part comparison. No. Well, just, just, just how, how their relationship kind of represents what's going wrong. I think in like modern Western civilization, this detachment of emotion and feeling. Cause if you look mm-hmm. at this movie, I've seen this movie twice, so I might be seeing something a little bit different, but, but when I see the first act of this film, Danny experiences one of the worst things you could possibly experience. Yeah. I said maybe death of a child, but other than that, like your sister commits suicide and kills your parents. And she's already obsessed with it. She's living in this tortured world where her sister's constantly threatening with, you know, her bipolar personality or whatever. And she's not getting any emotional support from her boyfriend. And lo and behold, this dude wants to break up with her. Mm-hmm. And His the friends rest are kind of the movie is about, about the too. opposite of that. The friends are like a little. I yeah. mean, they've obviously probably especially Mark. Been they're they're influencing. Yeah, they're he just in, wants to get influencing laid. him, and like you know, you got to drop this chick and all that stuff. He but. wants his party buddy back. Like he wants. Right. He wants his. And I'm a guy, and man. I relate to a lot of what they're going through. And I know people might hate those guys, but like that's like a very common behavior. It's of pressure young in your twenties, men. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, so when we were talking about acting, like I think those guys kind of did a good job representing those conversations you would be in. You know? It was very similar where like, dude, she's calling again, bro. Come on. Like, what well, it's fuck? tough because let's it's bro time. You see, it's interesting that you see both perspectives because you see Christian's perspective and him being with his friends and everything. And from their friend's point of view, she, that she's just like, you know, a clingy, whatever girlfriend who's, you know, but we see it from her perspective and that you, in the beginning, she takes these pills. It's for like panic attacks and stuff. So clearly she has some issues that she's going through. And then obviously once her entire family is gone, she just spirals completely out of control. She's traumatized and she needs someone to ground her to reality or else she's going to just fly off the handle herself. And like, 
I can sort of appreciate like Christian in the beginning, like sticks by her through this time, even though he's, you know, he doesn't seem super present and like a little bit cold and uncaring, especially after they come back from that party in the beginning where he casually mentions like, oh, yeah, we're going to Sweden. You know, I thought I told you like that whole argument scene is very, very good because it it depicts a very realistic argument of, you know, between people in a relationship that it could happen like that. Like they weren't yelling at each other, but you could just the tension was there. You can tell there's like animosity underlying. Exactly. Like like the underlying. Like he resents her for. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I would just want to say, like, when they came back from that party, this is part of the cool cinematography that I noticed in here. They walk in the door and he walks past the camera and goes and sits on the couch and she's talking in the doorway. But they're using the mirror that's next to the There's door a couple a couple mirror shots that's, in this movie. Like that, that. Yeah, they used to reflect it. And that was like just, you know, it's a little quick scene, but it's, you know, the way that they set those up and they kind of make it interesting. is really cool. I mean, if you want to. If you want to look at that as like symbolism, you can look at that as like detachment because you're seeing her and that's the real her. But then you're seeing him through the mirror and it's just like a reflection of what she sees, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So. You OK? Mm-hmm. Fine. That was just really weird. What was? The Sweden. I had no idea. Well, what do you mean? Because I told you I wanted to go. Okay, fine, but I didn't know you were going. I just decided today. I wasn't keeping it from you. You already have a ticket. I'm sorry. Okay, well, just imagine if you were at a party and someone said, hey, what are you doing for summer? And then my friend said, oh, we're going to China for three months and we're leaving two weeks. It's Sweden for And that was the first you ever heard of it. Okay. I told you I wanted to go to Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity, and I decided Look, to I do it. I don't mind you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. Well, I just apologized, Danny. You didn't apologize. You said sorry, which sounds more like too bad. Maybe I should just go home. What? No, no. I'm just trying to understand. And I'm trying to apologize. And I don't need an apology. I don't. I just wanted to talk about it. That's all. I really think I should just leave. No, 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 no! Please, please, please! I'm not, I'm not trying to attack you. It I'm not. It really feels like you are. Well then, I, well then, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I just got confused. I'm sorry. I. Hey, please, come on. Can you come? Just, can Stop. you come and sit with me, please? Please, and we can talk about it. Look, it just, it just felt really weird, okay? But it, I'm fine. I think it's great that you're going to Sweden. I do. I think it's amazing. Are you going for your thesis? I don't know what my thesis is. I know, and it it can it will 
It can be inspiring, right? Right? And then they all go to Sweden. Yeah, yeah. but it's, 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 it's a good. It's a well, good. It's a good that, act. The first act is a good act, though. I think it's a strong act because when it. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say before that, when they all go to whoever's apartment it was. I don't know if it was Christian's place or wherever they're hanging out when they are getting ready to go to the trip right before they went to the trip. There's a moment with Danny and Pele where she right. he gives her. Is that where he gives her? A drawing? No, yeah. or, no, that's not till later on her birthday. I thought he gives her two drawings. I thought I he was drawing something and he put it away. He's he's drawing like the crown in the beginning. No, no, no. There's a oh, moment where Dave's right. He's drawing a table and he's just like, "What are you doing?" He's like, just making a drawing. And he, and I paused it. He is just drawing the table. Oh, is he? Okay, I thought it. Looked he's like just a... drawing the table. It's just the coffee table with beer and, and remote controllers. On, oh, so, uh, yeah. Well, there is a moment where he says something to her, like, I'm really glad you're coming. You know, like he makes it a point that he's really excited for her to come to Sweden, like her specifically. So, you know, I'm very, very glad you're coming. I, I think it's very good you're coming. Thank you. Also, I, uh, I never had the chance to tell you, mm. but... I was, I was so very sorry to hear about your loss. Oh. What happened? I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, I lost my parents too, so hey. I kind of have some idea. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm gonna just go to the bathroom. Thank you. Put a pin in that because I mm-hmm. do want to dive into that. But he does plant the seed. Uh, that he's interested in her specifically going to this. Right. Um, and you get the tension across the whole crew because Christian's just kind of flip-flopping a little bit. Like, he's with the guys, but he's also, like, dating her. And she's and it's a weird situation. It's not, like, a common spot where he's in, like, he's, like, dating this girl he was about to break up with who just lost her entire family. So, like, what am I going to do? I can't leave her. He also, we also know that he was ready to break up with her. So we also know that he's kind of conflicted. So he's just trying to soften in the blow by bringing her. And that whole him, scene where he's talking to his friends. Yeah. <laughs> he tells the friends that she's coming is good. He's like, she, she's coming, but she's not coming. Like, uh, Right. He's like, a flip-flopper. He invited her, but she's We all know those coming. kind of buddies that mm-hmm. they just kind of like... Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll be there Saturday. I mean, uh, there's a good Dude, chance I'll be there Saturday. You can't, just tell me you can't. You, you just can't, can't tell me. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like he's trying to play yeah. to his friends, placate his friends, yeah. and also that's true. You know, satisfy Danny as well. But he's but like learning about. He's him. only yeah. He's only like half invested in each side. So great assessment of him because he should be fully invested in her. The worst thing, the even if you're not even like you're about to break up, I don't care. As a human being. Who are you as a human being? She lost her parents and her sister. She has no one. You need to get out of your... I mean, it is it is what it is. You're her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And you learn real quick that this guy... It's got one foot out the door. It is one foot out the door the whole time. Mm-hmm. This is a dude move. It's just like, bro, like, come on. You're, you're, not, you're not a great person. <laughs> mm-hmm. And obviously, Mark is just, like, annoyed about it. He's just... He's also a little shitbag. And then Josh is just not emotionally connected to any of it at all. 
No, even when like, when she's oh. alone, he just instantly grabs his stuff and just leaves. Right. When she, sits, when she sits down with him, and the only one that's caring and nice to her, oddly enough, is the dude from the cult. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which Pele or whatever. Is it, is it his job to find douchey people to bring back to the cult? Find douchey people and hot chicks, basically. To well, if we, I mean, if we jump to the end, there's there's the whole tradition where they need nine sacrifices. And you I know, mean, and, but, well, but what is the yeah qualifications? He well, go I, ahead. I don't know. Oh, I'm just saying when they first get there, there's like. They pull up in the car, and there's multiple groups of people that have, like, I think they're all toward. Back. I think they're all toward told to recruit people because, yeah. like, they they have this whole thing where they go out on their whatever they call it. I forget what it is called. Like, they're it's like the Amish people, like Rumspringer. You know, they go out on their uh, to oh, do, they were go there out for in a life day, and do whatever for, they like, want. The right, exactly. Week. Like, they can go out in the world, do whatever they want, and then they come back to the community and i think i i just assumed that they are told to like bring people with them to recruit more people to their to their commune or to use them as these sacrifices or whatever they're using them for yeah exactly but hold on a second though because we only see uh pele and his brothers uh people that he brought they brought back but there were other people that we saw in normal day clothing showing up that is true well, so we're, I, I was saying, like, are they only there for the day and then right. they leave? Where are the okay, other ones are there for that. the week where they have more time? Because, like, they have to send some of their own uh, cultists or whatever into the fire at the end. But Right, because I don't think they – yeah. Because, well, they mention it before. Like, Midsummer is a thing that people travel to and just hang out in right. Sweden it's, for – it's like a festival. It's everywhere, too. It's not just Sweden. It's – But, yeah, I think they – I think that Pele and his brother there – whatever his name was, Igmar. Uh, but they they actually brought people back to introduce into the commune. So, yeah, I think yeah, there, there is just other people there. Connie. Yep. The, yeah, the, the two people from London. Those are really like, we have the our core group of friends, and then those two are like, the, are like grounds of like reality while we're in here because everybody else is just a, a cult person, which right. is kind of weird, mm-hmm. but. Would you guys would you guys show up at like a place like not knowing like where you're sleeping or anything and just like start eating handfuls of mushrooms? <laughs> I was gonna say so the drug scene like when they get there they're just the like you're ready to fucking trip and I'm like I don't know I just got I here not <laughs> feel comfortable at all doing that no I don't know if I want to be under especially right next to maybe a beer like what's wrong with you guys like this is... around people that I have just met that I've never met before I don't know where I am in the wilderness in like... of Sweden yeah I'm trying to remember being like in my early. 20s like i guess i probably would have done that yeah i guess i would have done that what am i saying i mean if you think about people like, their age, like that. yeah i guess i'm not yeah tripping, yeah tripping on going to like going days. to like music music festivals and shit you meet strangers you you take some weird stuff and then you wake up in a tent just, yeah. the next morning like it was a really yeah. good i mean i won't lie i've eaten mushrooms before i've taken I've tasted doses of LSD I did in college, man. Times. Absolutely. When you're when I was in my early twenties, absolutely. I've done it. I've tried shrooms. I think I'm. I think I don't have the right mindset for shrooms. <laughs> With some of the, some of the shit that they were doing when they first did the mushrooms, like the buddy that's kind of like panicking, and he's like, he can't, like he can't get who was it, Mark? I think it was. 
Oh, dude. Marcus no, he was best. panicking. He's like, lay down. Lay down with me. Funny as fuck. Everybody like, lay down. Because, like, yeah, sometimes you, you get a little, you're hard to calm down, you know. You got to feel comfortable. You got to feel safe to do those. I would drugs. not in that environment if I was no. taking shrooms. What time is it? It's 9 p.m. What do you mean? What do you mean? That can't be right. The sky is blue. It's fine. It's Sweden. That's not fine. Why is it like that? It's okay, Mark. It's the midnight sun. That feels wrong. I don't like that. I promise you it's okay. I'm not okay. Oh, fuck. It's a new person. What? I don't want new people right now. No, new people are good, Mark. Hi, hi. I'm just gonna lay down, okay? Yeah, do that. Everybody else lay down. Guys, do it, it feels so nice. Josh, can you lie down, please? Can you feel that? The energy coming up from the earth? But no, some I, of the yeah. some of the effects that they were using, like when she's got her hand on the grass and there's grass growing through her hand um, later in the movie. That was cool. They're, you know, yeah. they're tripping again. I would uh, say look, their depiction of drug the trees too. They're being breathing. under the influence of drugs is more accurate than most times I see it. It is. It was like it was. It was pretty good. Just like, like the panicking, the awkwardness that you have like, that happens, and seeing like background things kind of like breathe. Everything was just kind of moving. Yeah. And seeing like yeah. grass like waving that kind of shit or you know yeah but um Absolutely. danny ends up having like a bad trip or whatever and like that's you know you can get you can get like that like it's hard to well, it's they, hard to keep a call out, level mind when you're but they also thing. say this like it's is it like the alaska effect where it's alaska. not dark well it's not like dark well, it's like it's midnight oh, midnight yeah. sun they were having, yeah, sun. yeah, yeah. I think that's I, the festival. Guess... Is midsummer. I think okay. that's when you get the yeah, most I don't sun. Know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think they're far enough north where, yeah, there's points in the time of year where the sun doesn't completely set. Yeah, it happens in Alaska. I think there's like 17 mm-hmm. hours of sunlight in some places, like up there. So, um, yeah. They kind of just like Danny has her bad trip. She wakes up in the grass, and then we go into the commune, and we get to meet all our the whole family, our, <laughs> the whole crew. They got to walk yeah, through I, this like weird ass gate, which I thought the set design in this was super cool. Like the built, just like the farm buildings they have that are like they're not just barns, but they're like slanted barns. And yeah, I like that they're slanted. They're like that big weird gate that they have to walk through to get into the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's loved, like beautiful and weird at the same time. I, I loved it. in the beginning when they first got there and they're like uh, getting the tour from Pele and everything. And then they point out the the triangle yellow building. Mm-hmm. They're like, whoa, what's that? It's like, oh, it's like, you know, it's like a temple. Don't go in there. Like they just, he just straight up says, and like, don't go. In. Nobody goes in there. You can't go in there. Mm-mm. And then they just leave it, leave it at that. And so I'm like, okay, well, that's something you that's going to come coming. back later. But like, 
all these shots in the village, I think, are super awesome because they're all there's such a long draw distance on all of them. And like, and obviously they're shooting yeah. this, they're shooting this in the mornings and at nights because like, I think Eric said it earlier, like, or somebody on the social said it, like it's light, like almost the entire film. Like there's one mm-hmm. one dark scene maybe later at night. There's a couple a couple nights, yeah. a couple night times, but oh really? Okay. Yeah, they go to they go to sleep, and then when Josh sneaks out, the Jackson, one... yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. hilarious. But very few. It's mostly mostly broad daylight when everything is going down. But you're like you introduced to those like tables, and they're like crossing and stuff like that, and um, they're just there for like even like the first day. You meet like Simon and like his his fiance, I think it is, and stuff like that, Connie. And uh, she's like, okay, you know, like they're like the outsiders, but they're there to learn and experience and all that stuff. And as a viewer, you're just like, yeah, it's just kind of catching up with like, okay, the two different cultures are meeting, and you know, these people seem a little not culty at that point. They're very friendly. Thinking, they're yeah, very friendly welcoming. Hippies. They're very... friendly. They're welcoming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what's the harm so far? Mm-hmm. Right. No, I, I, like I said, at the beginning, everything seems fine, but obviously, you know something's coming. But like to to uh, to the characters, they're like, okay, this is kind of weird, but everybody's nice and everybody's treating us like we're welcome and everything. So there's no reason to for them to think that anything is wrong. And they're serious about their food because like when they sit at that weird table set up, um, you know, they're just like quiet. Everybody just sits there and you wait for your food and and then like two old people are introduced to the table the elders yeah like, yeah like an old man and old woman i'm thinking all right they're like the leaders of the that's what i was thinking too i was yeah. like these are the leaders we finally get to meet the leaders like this is kind of cool and wonder where the story's going to go and stuff like that but it's just you just have a meal with them they kind of they kind of give a little foreshadowing to this too i think when they go in the in the bunks it might have been or one of the other parts yes. where they were explaining like um when you're you know born till you're 18 is the spring of your life and then 18 to 36 is the summer and then you know mm-hmm. fall and winter but then she asks him like what happens when you turn 72 and he goes i mean just makes kind of a little joke and i'm like oh you think it's a joke i'm like, like oh, we kill you off I'm but like, he's just like so, yeah that, like that's he's covering something up there like something no at really that point i knew like okay yeah yeah definitely <laughs> something's good Something well, something happens when you're 72. The opening shot of this movie is a painting of the events of this movie, though. The opening shot is a still, and it's an it's a painting of all the events that happen oh, in this I movie. I have to see that. I was gonna I say I remember I, that. It probably is more effective yep. on a second viewing because it shows I, the people jumping. It shows the bear in the burning house and all that stuff. Absolutely, that's cool. Yep. Opening shot. Um. But yeah, then and then you finish eating dinner and you're like, all right, um, <laughs> let me see here. So they sing Josh, that song. So they 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 say yeah, they say that tomorrow we're gonna perform some event, and Josh is like Pele, like for real, mm-hmm. you're gonna perform. No, that that no, that happens on day one because I wrote down day one. Right, Old people. After, but this is after the meal, or, or is this before the meal? No, it, they there is a sleep in between there. Because they it's, get there and then they're yeah. like, the festivities start tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Paley yep. tells them about it. I got my days and off. Jo- and then Josh is like, and he he knows what he's talking about, but he they don't reveal it to anybody else. Yeah, they're like, Josh, what is it? Come on, bro. And he's like, 
Mm, I because mean, he's he's mentally curious. I want to see if this is real or not. Right. He didn't want. I think that's his own selfishness because he didn't want yeah. them to ruin it for him because he wanted yeah. to see what was going to happen. He's a little snot got, about his knowledge. Oh wait, you think that he knew? I, of course he knew. Josh he, says he, he knew knows. what it was. He knew what he's the like, ceremony really? was. Yeah. And they're like, "What is it?" He's just like, "I'm not saying." I don't. He think, didn't. I didn't think and he then. Knew. Because then Christian tries to look up on his phone, but he doesn't have any cell service because they're out in the middle of fucking mm-hmm. nowhere. So, yep. so yeah, Josh knew, and he, in in his mind, if he told them, they would have started freaking out, and they yeah. would have wanted to go home, but he didn't want yeah. them to Because he wanted to him. experience it, mm-hmm. knowing that what's about to happen. <laughs> right. You know? Is, yeah, so. Well, anyway, so, yeah, so the next morning, um, you're, you're, with like the other two outsiders, like I said, uh, Simon and Connie and stuff like that, and you got the whole crew. M- Mark for some reason is not there. I don't know why because slept in. Remember they were started singing the songs during dinner, and he's like, "This is fucking boring. I'm gonna go take a nap." And he went, he went to go like sleep or something like that. Oh, okay. He made a comment oh, after right. he ate. He just said, "This is fucking boring," and he laughed. Yes, I do remember that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's such a, like a thing that's a so, buddy of mine would do. That's so Mark. <laughs> yep. So Mark, yeah. But anyways, so yeah, they eat and then they yeah, Mark bails, he goes to take a nap, and then they go and start the ceremony. Did you guys like what I I cause I I'm try, I can only remember really my second viewing. I'm trying to have, trying to rem- remember my first viewing, but what was your experience? Like what were you thinking and feeling during this whole Well, I knew it was coming. I knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. How did you know? How did you know? They were going up to the top of a fucking yeah. cliff. And like the whole time they were having the uh like everything was so somber and everything when they were doing the meal. They get carried over. Whatnot. They get carried up on the chairs. So like... I, it it clicked in my brain. I'm like, oh yeah, they're seventy two. This is it. This is where they die. And so they went up to the top of the cliff and I'm like, oh yep, they're they're gonna jump off the cliff. There's all the graves at the top of the cliff at two. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's just standing at the bottom just waiting for them. Watching. Like, yeah. Right. And then they start cut. Obviously, when they start cutting their hands and pouring it and smearing it on the yeah, so stone even slab, even though I like oh oh, even though I knew what was gonna happen, it, it was still effective. Like I, like, I wouldn't was, say I, I was shocked. Well, the by shot, the, scene or the anything, shots that they but, have of you looking from the from down there and just seeing the yeah. slowly appear mm-hmm. from that perspective. I liked the tension and how they built it up to like it happening, and then I think the reactions from the characters when it does happen is the most effective part. Well, the old lady, you know I mean? the old lady is the first to jump, and before she does, she looks right down at Danny, and it's like yeah, she stares her in the eyes. I'm like, dude, that is fucking creepy. But then, yeah, she goes face first, and like you know what's gonna happen, but like the gruesomeness of it, it's not slow motion, but they they don't hide it. They smash some skulls in these scenes. I do, yeah. Yeah, sometimes they it's shy away from it, but I know, gross. especially with this and like how Ari Aster treated Hereditary too, I knew like okay, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go full bore and show this happening. And That's the style for sure. Quick little shots of nastiness, and then the fucking old dude jumps feet first like an idiot. <laughs> I, was, like, I was saying that when he's doing that, like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> but no, explode. I I like. I like that they did that though, because they had to bring out Mallet Guy to uh, end his suffering there. But he's just like everybody gets a shot, and like three people. You got that's the thing. It's part of the tradition. It's their culture. You wouldn't understand it, kind of. I we put would not. And I like how Simon reacts. Cause I would have been the same thing. What the fuck? 
we're gonna act like that didn't just happen. <laughs> this is also the part where we get introduced to the weird thing of like everybody experiences everything together because the guy is screaming in pain and then the rest of the crowd starts in half. right and then the rest of the crowd starts screaming with him like in unison which is like, a couple you know, yeah this happens a couple times throughout the movie mm-hmm. but it gives you that like you know they are a community they are a family like they're they're doing a lot of these experiences together which I mean, yep. it's kind of as fucked up as it is. It's kind of a family, and yeah, right. Like, it's weird. It's just a weird. And I, I liked. Culture. I did like the explanation for why they do it as well. You know, like the one of the other elders says that, like, you know, why do we want to? You know, we don't want to die old and sick and in pain. Oh, because Danny wants it. to leave. Right. 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 Or she's is trying it, or to. Her- Right? Well, yeah, Connie, Connie, and her fiance there, Simon, are freaking out. They're freaking out, like that's fucking yeah. crazy. We want to, you know, get out of here. You guys are crazy. And the other, the other lady, Siv, is her name. She's trying to calm them down, being like, you know, this is this is tradition. It's a great honor for them to to do this, and you know, I'll do it when I'm seventy two and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. All right, like, <laughs> you're buying it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. Well, the the whole part of well, like, there's two fucking ways you're gonna die in this group. You're gonna be burned alive, or you're gonna be fucking thrown off a cliff. Well, that's I mean, true. even did they burn the people that they threw off a cliff? Listen, as long as did I go head body? first, they, they burn as... the people at the end because you get sacrificed in the fucking every right. summer. They're gonna burn two village members. Well, this is only a night once every ninety years. This happens. Just FYI, this this happens only once every ninety years. So what the not, burning? The, this whole tradition festival thing. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So wait, what happens so, to the 72-year-olds, like, next year? Next year, yeah. I don't Do know. they... Man. <laughs> I know at the beginning they said, like, this happens every 90 years or whatever. I think it's... I think the 90 years thing is the sacrifices that they're talking about. I think the 72-year thing is a, a regular <laughs> tradition regular? that they... Yeah, the birthday treat. The police are really bad up there, man. They're not like. Well, that's why they're in the middle of nowhere because they can just do whatever they want Sweet. and live however they want. But to. but how are they able to penetrate like normal society and go out there and like register and go to college? Well, they you have, to say... have like, some kind of social security number or some kind of credit card or some kind of information so we can charge you to go here. Where are they getting the funds? Well, they say they sell people. They sell food. They sell text. They sell fabric. They sell other stuff. Yeah, they gotta I, sell all. Do you know how much college is? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Where I think they they're live. Doing drugs. They're selling drugs. Dude. Sweden There's might have free college. college. Probably. Who knows? They, they do actually. But oh, there you go. Um, but but you yeah. didn't go to. I mean, you know, you know what? You went to America. <laughs> go to college. They stay that like. I mean, they 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 sell to like the closest village or whatever because they say the closest village is like what an hour something away because they have to take. Yeah. The whole the the car ride to to the train to go or whatever, but so yeah, I don't know. They have their own. I feel like everybody maybe knows what's going on there. Then they just leave them alone and let them do their own thing. Sure are no extremely elderly people in this area. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. How'd that happen? <laughs> yep. Uh, but after that, like, uh, you think people would have bailed, but. The guys are interested in, in staying longer. They're not phased by it. Danny is, but she stays because she really. Where, where else she Paley really? Paley talks. Go? Her, Paley kind of talks her, calms yeah, her down he, a bit. True. He gives her like you can tell that he kind of he wants in there too because 
He's got the long game going yeah, on. Yeah, he's putting oh, his yeah. hand on her, and you know, he's trying to he's trying to relate to her because. Well, actually, I didn't even think about this, but how he lost his parents. Yeah, he said his parents died in a fire. But yeah, who's to say that that wasn't a sacrificial fire? It probably 90 was. Years, ni- no, ninety years ago, guys. Oh, that's we just true. talked about this. Maybe, All right, maybe. That's true. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I don't know. But I didn't even <laughs> think that. I didn't even think of make that connection though until just now. But he definitely he's trying like... to like he's trying to woo his way and get some common ground with her. Maybe it's just because he knows that she's um, she's vul- like vulnerable. She doesn't have anybody else, and she's like a perfect person to pull into the cult. Is because that's exactly why she, he and they need outsiders, right? Mm-hmm. They need outsiders. That's like what they're doing with Christian and something. That's why, yeah, it makes sense. Well, it's at this point where uh, people really start disappearing. Like after this whole ceremony is kind of the point where everybody starts disappearing. Because first, it's Simon. Simon, yeah, Simon just ditches Connie. She's like, well, my fiance wouldn't just leave. And like, oh, uh, there was only room for the driver and him. And right. It like, doesn't make any sense at all. Still, he would have told me. He's like, it was like he had to go now to to make it in time. So he's going to go and then we'll, we'll get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a, I know it's, and nobody cares except. except Connie. Uh, well, no, not well, it's Connie, but um, Danny's Danny. standing there. Danny's Danny. like, yo, yeah. has anybody like noticed that Connie's missing? Like, all these people are Connie's missing. Connie's gone again, and then, and then that's not long after that. Mark pisses on the tree, and then he's mysteriously gone after that, which nobody really questions that. I don't think. When, because he took I, off I thought, with the chick. Yeah. He took off. With I thought the chick. That oh, cool that's scene. right. That's right. Because yep. Mark is just like he's at the table. It's like I don't know. He's like, probably off somewhere. He's been playing eye eye candy with this one chick like entire like yeah. movie. Yeah, but it's weird at the dinner scenes. Is all the weird stuff happens because like yeah, Mark is like, yo, is this guy gonna kill me? And he's just like, oh, this. She's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. She's gonna show me. Show you what? I don't know. I'm just gonna go follow her. Right? Like, all right. Well, you're you're toast. But. <laughs> Freaking uh, Christian is eating food, and he has like he um, got the pew pie. He's got a, a hair. Pu- yeah. Well, before like before this, in between when they're, I think it might have been when they're getting the tour. He's sewing the tapestry of like I don't know. It's like a like a yeah. cult tapestry or whatever, and it shows like menstrual blood going into your food and cutting off pu- pubes and putting it like it's all there. See, I didn't the- get that part because I what I thought was happening in that christian scene i thought this was like a different movie at that point i thought they were like cannibals or something because after it was right after simon disappeared <laughs> so i was like okay they made simon into meat pies and that's what they're serving all these people <laughs> and that's why he found a hair in it i was like that's oh. that's gotta be like simon's hair i didn't make that connection until the no. end like oh that was her hair in the pie it's pretty graphic she's graphic she wants him like that there was uh there's some nasty stuff on there that's when you start to so I know something's going on. Uh-oh. That makes, yeah, that makes Yeah, sense. you got to pay attention to the visuals with this one for sure. I was going to say, I think a second watch would, I would notice so many more things. It was interesting throughout. watching this a second time for sure. It's such a good looking movie though. Like I just want to go back to that part again because like between, really between is. the effects oh. that blend in when they're tripping and there's a lot of stuff and then like just like the scene, the sets and the scenes that they have is fantastic so good old wikipedia here Mm. i was just glancing over at the wikipedia article so a reason that they bring in outsiders is for mating purposes to avoid incest that's what i'm saying like they need that scene Uh... Mm -hmm. which we see 
Well, what we see at the end, once they get Christian and they get what they want, he's like nothing. They just drug him anymore. up. Yep. He's like, yeah, okay, we got we got your jizz now. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to that yeah. later. But, like, but... <laughs> but it makes you think, though. <laughs> it makes you think about like Pele. Like, did he see Danny being an option? Because she was it, she was an accidental invite. Right. He didn't see her family getting wiped out and having no else to I go. I think she it's. Just... I think she just ended up fitting in so well with the commune that they just decided to keep her. Keep her. You know? Yeah. Well, and make her one of them. Because she's also a female. Mm-hmm. And I think they notice that she's different. Yeah. She's not selfish. She's like a decent person. And No, she fits right in. She doesn't have any family anymore. So she's looking for something to replace that. And it's, you know, it's this. She she finds it. Who knows what Pele said. He could have been like, listen. She's actually a good person. She lost her family, as I did. Mm-hmm. And I would love, love to court her and, you know, make her my wife or, or, or whatever, you know. And I think we just need to, like, kind of start the ceremony and start plucking, like, so the guys that I brought. I brought you three, but also her, right? Mm-hmm. I think she would be a really good addition. So they don't know, maybe, but over time, with drugs and and all the stuff, they flip her perspective on life because all she really needed was somebody to care about her because, like, Christian clearly was not... He was forgetting her birthday. You he know, gave he the whole... Tuned. That's a good point. He gave the whole family speech in there, too, where, like, you know, they talk about... He talks about how, like, the community is his family and they all look out for each other. Right. And, and they are, though. She doesn't like, have a family. As fucked up as they are, they are. Yeah, for sure. Which... Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> that's... Every family's got their own things. I guess they just uh, outside of killing people, like they have a good thing going. It's just like they got some, the killing they got some weird things going, going on. Um, I mean, if you think about it, all of the well, I mean, a lot of the reason for killing the people was for the sacrifices, but like the things that they did to, you know, sort of disrespect their way of living, they sort of had it coming to them. <laughs> Like Mark pissed on the tree, but he didn't Josh, know. Well, he didn't know. Josh, he's just an aloof of... idiot. Yeah. And Josh, yeah, he knew it was wrong, but he was selfish anyway. Snuck in, took pictures of their sacred book, and so, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say the stuff with Josh actually is like one of the few moments of horror, though, because yeah, this is when like he snuck out when like this guy's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You knew you know? there was and not going to snuck end out, well. and they they didn't mess around with this episode because you're introduced to the kid of incest who's like a god to them. This is like the right. the cult leader is they have like a handicapped kid. Yeah, due to incest. Well, right? they they right specifically like the warning of they purposely, like why they need right they purposely incest breed to make their like next I don't even know what they call them like deity or. Oh, really? I didn't catch it. They purposely... They do. They purposely inbreed to, you know, make the the next person to write the next version of their sacred book. So it's like, due to the... They believe that due, like, the inbreeding possesses some sort of power. It is so interesting. Yeah, exactly. Okay, thank you. I forget how he calls it, but, like, the handicapped person, like, thinks cleanly and clearly because they don't... They're not thinking about... Everything yeah, he's else. pure or whatever. Yeah. Okay, but th- but then there's like they tie into that reference in the beginning when they first get there. Like, what game are they playing or some kind of game? It's like uh, skin the mask or wear the mask or 
Oh, right? Right? I didn't, I didn't even see that. catch did that you? either. So they, yeah, some fucked up name about like wearing a mask of, of skin, right? What the and fuck, Mark? Lo and behold, close the door. that kid, that here. dude, the incest dude, he's wearing the mask of Mark. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't even catch that either the first yeah, time. Wait, you don't know. Fred Dick okay. is in the dark. But he's just like, he can't even speak, and he's just like, uh, mm-hmm. uh. But you're like, wow, he's wearing a mask. You know, it's Mark's face. And then he kills, well, somebody else is distracted. Comes from behind and hits him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. To mail it. And they, so they knew he was, they, they, they saw him coming, or I don't know how they knew, but I guess it's just like, yeah, outsiders, man, they just can't behave, so let's kill him. And they do. They, they kill Josh. Um, so you may or may not know that two people have been killed. You don't know about Connie and uh, Simon yet. They're just gone. People, yeah. At this point, four people are dead. So all that's left is Danny and Christian. Um, Christian. Mm-hmm. And I would well, say this wait. is where like that's not yeah. Mark's face because well no it had to it is Mark's face yeah because this is after he's lured away because yep, even okay. Josh yep. even Josh when he's standing in the door he's like Mark what what the fuck are you doing here why are you in here yeah he, you know mm-hmm. and then he. And then he, you know, they reveal it in the light and he's got the skin face on him. Yeah. This is so fucked up because yep. of what they do later. But um, but after that, like, uh, Christian wakes up and him and Danny get separated. Danny more or less just gets indoctrinated into well, She gets swept up, yeah. In the... She outdoes everybody well, in the she dance. Does... She proves herself. Yeah, because they, well, they know that... for the, the first time. And that morning they herself. say the sacred texts have been stolen and, like, both your friends are gone. Yeah, it's all faking fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's just they're, like, them mm-hmm. plotting. You know, at this point, you, the movie doesn't turn to horror, but it definitely, like, you know where it's going. But they don't know. Right, like, exactly. they don't know, which is, like... Christian doesn't know and Danny doesn't no. know. Right. And, yeah, I guess we... The whole thesis thing I thought was really douchey of Christian that happened earlier in this film or whatever, but he's a flip flopper. He's an opportunist. Yeah, he's, right. He's just not really it's somebody just, you can trust or a, emotionally lean on. Yeah, douchey thing to do. It's. But. I think it's just all, all, all of these points are to just to make Christian look bad to prepare us for the ending and what happens. Right. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, they both. Yeah, I guess the next day they both get. Uh, another cup of mushroom tea again, <laughs> like for the mm-hmm. second time well, in like you, three you days. S- like they're tripping. This is where the cinematography, I think, it's really good too, because they all like take Danny and they just leave Christian there by himself. And there's like a shot of him just kind of like yeah. alone, just kind of like, all right, like what am I doing here? Well, he's you know? all drugged. He, he, well, he goes, well, he, he wasn't drugged the, up at that point. So he sits down. He's like way later than everybody, and they, he sits down. And he like watches he has the, the, uh, the ceremony and all that stuff. He has the talk with right. the, uh, the the leader lady first, who tells him that uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. tells oh, that yeah. he's been chosen for uh, breeding or whatever. But she's like the chairs are so close to each other. Yeah, it's weird. And so the, mm-hmm. that was a high tension scene for sure. But yeah, because you know the girl put something under his bed or whatever and selected him. So, but it, you know you don't get to hear the whole conversation either. You just see him come out and then he goes and watches. Danny do her, her maypole dancing. Yeah, thing. you're right. So that's mm-hmm. when he's just like sitting down and watching, and all the girls are dancing. Well, first, they're tripping balls and they're dancing, which I guess... he shouldn't have taken that drink. She's just like, "Here, drink." He's like, "I'm good. I don't want a bad trip." You're like, "No, what? I don't yeah, want a bad you... trip." She's like, "No, drink it." It's just like you should have just like, "I'm good." No, he's, like, he's like, "Fuck he, it." He can't. All right. 
Right. Because you can tell the rest of the movie he's not doing good. Like, no. Should not have Mm-mm. had that cup of juice. But I don't know. Like, do they ever say what what the May Queen gets for being May Queen? Is she like queen to like the next Midsummer, or is she just like queen for I a think day it's or just two? Like a, yeah, I think it's just like a symbolic thing. Hmm. Like, so the chicks would be trying harder. I guess, but they're all tripping balls, so I don't know. I don't. Th- right. I guess. Yeah. You're probably not That's really true. paying it's attention like, either. Well, they. Well, actually, now that you I think they it, might the even make... done on purpose to get her to win. Well, they That's both true. drink it. They're everybody. She's pouring the cups for everybody. All the girls as they're coming in. Right. Yeah, they're ladling, saying, ladling like, it out. To do everybody. they let? Do they kind of let Danny just stay as long as they, I don't know? Like they they run into each other for Pete's sake. Come on. Maybe it's mm-hmm. maybe it's the new way of bringing the new the new blood in is by yeah. they're the the female, well, right? One perk of the May Queen, now that you mention it, is that she gets to choose at the end who gets sacrificed. Yeah. Bonus. That was like the main the main thing, which is probably right, part well, of the reason why they let her so win. So hold on, let's get let's get into Christian's final oh, oh, moments here. Right, so before, no, we got to what. Christian gets drugged, and then they're going back to. Well, we're not. We're to not going to skip over. We're not going to skip over the the fucking scene. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, let's get into the not not the him. No, the not not the bear scene. The him. Yeah, yeah. They go back. Well, they go back his, to the table. Danny's like kind of leading the whole tribe now. Like she gets carried. She's like leading dinner. Like everybody's. Oh, that's following right. Her. Yeah, that's right. She's like covered. And in And it's kind of funny shit, because yeah. you see her getting in, ingrained into the cult because like I noticed this specifically. Everybody's wearing white. And then mm-hmm. Christian is Except wearing him. like the yeah. dark shirt. He just sticks out like a sore yeah. thumb. And, he's just in his normal clothes. And you see this like the entire movie and then little by little they all get picked off. But he's just like he's having a bad trip. He's like does not fit in anywhere like something fucked up's going on. But where do they where do they take Danny to? She goes somewhere and then. Well, she's like, can I take Christian? Well, and they're like, no, you oh, cannot. They take her on a, it's a carriage <laughs> ride. Yeah. The May Queen gets a carriage ride or whatever. Which, whatever, is more most likely just an excuse to get her away from what Christian is doing. Yeah, the you know they take her away so that Christian can go do. Yeah, because uh, because Christian is like wigging out and he like tries talking to the old guy and the old guy's name. He's like, "Why are you being mean to me, man?" Well, he clapped. He clapped in his face, and that was really yeah. cool. Was how like fun, the yeah. clap reverberated and you that's, could tell that yeah. it really fucked him up. That's how tripping. And if you've is. ever been fucked yeah. up, it, it's like it's that's what I'm saying. That's why like this movie does a good job with that because when you are under the influence of pot or shrooms or whatever, like your emotions are that fragile. And, <laughs> why like, would somebody you do can, that? And, yeah, just yeah. Why would you? Do that? Yeah, the fact that you can like see sounds and stuff like that. That's like they do a good way of like kind of getting that in because that's yeah, you know, dude. Take some mushrooms. Wires get crossed. You can, might be able to smell a color or something like that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But. The, the ginger girl gives like gives him the knowing eye and she just walks off and then somebody comes back throwing flower petals on their way to him and I'm like oh oh yeah like, just oh, leads the way this dude is just this dude is toast yep and they take him I don't know yeah. they take him into a room they give him ready they I, give him what do they give him they blow like smoke it he inhales something too out of like some smoking com- smoking thing coming out of like they, a little bowl they put an outfit on him. And then they like hey like yeah they open up a tea Incense and then or they something. breathe this in yeah mm-hmm. and he inhales it and then he goes in there like a zombie with like a room spread. <laughs> I think it, it was for his. Men. I think they said it was for his vitality. Yeah, or something whatever. like that. Make him last a little longer. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Yeah. 
Well, like, you might probably, not be related to this, so let's make you into anything. You probably <laughs> like needed some help uh, getting it up uh, to perform in front of all yeah, of dude. <laughs> so, dude, all right, dude. It was. This is like as a as an actor. Oh my god, you're asking a lot of a lot of people. Yeah. If you look up, if you like look up <laughs> sex ritual and like a uh, in in Webster's dictionary, like this is the picture that comes up with like yep all the sex. all the women all the old just women. standing there old. naked yeah all, all old women and a girl like of just i guess she's like 18 she just is at, at age she's now or something whatever she's, younger than that. she's whatever selected him is. she's just waiting for her for, to lose her virginity in front and of like 15 people who are all or singing more, right there's yep yeah dude <laughs> But then, like, dude, so like, then, like, when he actually is performing, though, so like this, this part, because I've already seen it before, and I just know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm dying to, chanting, trying to watch and, yeah. this. But oh like one mom, like one woman, I'm assuming it's her mom, comes up to her and starts singing louder, kind of with like a solo, and she's just singing while they're having. She's sex. like reaching out. She's reaching out for her though, and like, yeah. and Christian goes to like put her, like grab her hand or something, and like the mom comes in and takes the hand. Uh-huh. Starts singing yep. to her while she's getting she's getting deep with uh, Christian. And, uh, oh my! There but, was so there was so much going. But then on like but then they start. Then one of the one of the elders like comes from behind and <laughs> no, starts time. helping him. Grabs his. Fast. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? What happened? What? There's like they're all chanting and singing, but then like while they're having sex, they start making noise, and then everybody else starts making the noises too. Oh yeah, like, they're all doing it, it together. But then. After she's singing to the girl, to the daughter or whatever, she like grabs his face and she pulls his face and like she's looking like deep into his eyes while she's around her daughter or whatever. And like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like you said, Brandon, the old lady comes in and she starts helping with helping him thrust. Oh my god! She grabs his butt and just starts pushing his butt into her and it's it is hours a big bucket of what the fuck going on right here it, it literally really was but i think it, it it was so funny like as soon as danny sees this though happening though oh yeah she 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 hears the sex while he's banging yeah because while he's banging this young 18 year old uh she's devastated what she just saw and oh, yeah. she's weeping and all of the women that have been with her are also weeping with and you see like the two like emotions happening and it's just like what the fuck is this they're movie they're both about? screaming at the same time yeah cause I forget why she looks over she says like you shouldn't go Sarah you don't need to see that and then she sees it flipping out but this is like the point where like throughout the movie like I don't know you see her getting more and more like now she's wearing all the clothes at first she was just wearing the clothes of the people now she's May Queen she's wearing all the flowers like all the other girls are now she's doing this thing with the other girls and like you know they share their emotions as a community like we saw when the old people she's died in. and like yeah, they, this is her like you know becoming ingrained like even I saw this pointed out somewhere it was when she's tripping she's got like the grass growing through her hand in the beginning yeah. and then when she's in the May Queen fest she's tripping and she's looking down and she sees the grass growing up through her feet it's kind of a metaphor for like this place like becoming part of her as she's going mm-hmm. throughout this movie and having yeah. her multiple trips and stuff so the the crying scene was yeah that was intense because she's just again she's ugly crying she is she's letting it all out and 
Yeah. Not having a good time but with while, it. But while she's crying, like freaking Christian is just like escaping because he's like, he's finally well, came. Um, after the he's like, after he's done, he's all he's all used up. Like she, as soon as he's as soon as he's done, as soon as he finishes, they don't they don't care anymore it's about post him. Post not clarity. Like, all rant. Everybody has post not clarity. And he like runs he runs by her and he can hear her all like moaning and he's like, what the fuck's going on in there, man? And he's like runs to like a he's like freaking a car. Out. I thought he, he goes to the truck. He doesn't. He doesn't go to the truck. I don't know why he doesn't go to the truck. Yeah. Like at least check and see if there's keys in that freaking thing. It's the only truck I've seen on the whole property. He didn't pick a very good hiding spot. I'm going to go to the creepy shack. I'm like, I'll go in the woods, (laughs) dude. There's literally a person to the right of the shack you ran into. He's in there for like a minute and he discovers, which is probably nightmare fuel. It is. A very, a still living Simon, right? He's still living. His lungs were. And actually, lungs are still. He was like splayed open. He's hanging up over a chicken breathing, probably like dripping blood in it, but. I actually remember this from like seventh grade literature. This is a maneuver that the Vikings did to their enemies as a torture thing. It's called the blood eagle what? where what? they cut open your back and they separate the rib cage and they pull your lungs out while you're still alive. What? And that's why that stop it. That's, that's his lungs that are inflating and deflating on top of them. Right. God. Damn. Yeah. But this is like a, this is like a medieval a Viking thing? torture thing that, Jesus this is, Christmas! What is wrong with human beings? This is, this is a real thing. Yeah, they used to do it to their oh enemies. Oh my but goodness! Pulling out their lungs Jesus. while they're still alive, and that's like the blood eagle of its like wings is oh like my the lungs God. inflating and deflating. It is fucking. God. Like, I've never, Damn. never thought I'd see it in my lifetime. Well, here you go. <laughs> you saw it. I saw it. And I'm like, HD. I had a flashback to like seventh grade lit, and I was like, holy fuck, this is wow. But then it makes sense because they're Swedes and it was probably passed down from their Viking ancestors. So it, it all fits. Yeah, maybe. Sure. All right, that's interesting. It's fucked up. It's good attention to detail. Um, but yeah, like, because Christian, like, he's like, who the fuck is this? And he, like, puts his head underneath. He's like, looking at, he's like, oh, shit, it's Simon. And then he, like, kind of comes up and then they have, like, dust, like, Done, yeah. And kind of the end of Christian. Fuji, Fuji dust. Um, basically i don't know i don't know how it paralyzes you but you can still breathe and look around like you can control your eyes and you can still breathe but he can't talk or move or he's just he's just paralyzed he's just not moving at all mm-hmm. so yeah yep it is, we get to the the final I mean, the final yeah. act here well the final and you just like ceremony. i'll say this i'll say this is is as fucking gross it as it is it's beautifully shot. The whole, the whole it's movie. like this music and the camera oh, angle. Yeah. I know, I know the whole yeah. movie and all this stuff, but like, just like the the people's faces are literally skinned and put on these haystack kind of scarecrow looking bodies, and they're put in wheelbarrows because you just see Connie. It's Connie, like she's all just like in a haystack body, and they're just. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I think. And then they show Mark, and they show Simon, they show all these people. They needed they nine. Putting them in that. Yeah. Yeah. So I counted them out where it's like you got the two London people. Yeah, who are the nine? It's the two London people. Okay. You got the two buddies. Yep, Mark and Mark Josh. Mark and Josh. You had the two old dudes that sacrificed themselves. Six. Oh, okay. The old people that were like fucking killed in the beginning of the movie? Or Well, there's two people that volunteer. Yeah, there's yeah. The two volunteers. Yeah, yeah they burn I alive. was thinking yep. it was the old people and then Christian is the last one. Christian is the nine. I couldn't figure out who the other two were. It could have been like the people that jumped off the building, or it could have been I two think it was people the people who were I also. Think, I think it was the jumpers because I think it it just needs to be nine people that need to die within this 
you know, allotted time period. So yeah, it must have been the, the two people that jumped. Must have been the two remaining ones. Yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's beautifully shot, and the music is really interesting, and just, at this point, you're just, like, we're mentally, and I think this is the whole purpose of this movie, is to just get you mentally unstable, so that when, when this all comes together, you're just, like, accepting it, and I think that's the state of Danny, where she's just accepting this new family and way of thinking and lifestyle, and I think she's just one of them. Well, smiles it's also her. it's interesting because she I think she chooses Christian to your point Brandon in for two reasons one of the reasons is because he betrayed her and he's a douchebag the other reason is because she's leaving behind the last remnants of her Basically, life yeah. and she's accepting it in, into this community I think so. that's where the smile comes from it's like she's finally like it's it's cathartic it's like the burning of like the like she's got nothing else and this is her new family so mm-hmm and uh, yep, Wikipedia says the, the human sacrifices. First four victims are outsiders, lured in, so that's the four. Well, the next four must be from the commune, so that must be the two volunteers and the two old people. Boom. But well, there you go. Yeah, they give them, they give the old people some drugs. They stuff Christian inside of a bear that they hollow out. For what reason? Which I, I thought don't know. sure. The, the people from their village, like, they gave him some drugs, but what were those drugs supposed to do? Because I thought it was supposed to, like, kill him before they actually started burning. Yeah, that or didn't help. Or, they, didn't should, help with the or pain. they weren't supposed to feel pain, but it seemed like they were suffering. They were burning alive. Well, that, I know. Those two guys looking at each other, like, it'll be all right. And I was just like, oh Right, God. exactly. I was like, I thought they were supposed <laughs> to go peaceful. And they're all, like, outside, like, Ooh. Everybody outside screaming, and then there's Danny. Who, is she crying? She is crying for a little bit, but then, like, She's crying for a little Perficial, bit. Because, you know, it's probably the end of the old Danny yeah. dying there. And the birth of the new one is the last shot of the movie because yep. they kind of fade in and out of her. But because she knows that she just killed off, like, a guy. Like, he doesn't deserve to die. He kind of did. None of those people deserve yeah. to die. But that's the old Danny also dying. Mm-hmm. And the new Danny's just like, no, I don't think that any of them deserve to die. No. I think, the, I think these people are evil people, but I think... Danny's just detached from the old way of living where like I lost my mom dad and sister and I had no support like what kind of society is this where like men because like even like men right they all all the American dudes are emotionally detached but if you look at Pele he's like drawing he's just drawing he's just emotionally connected he's he's part of a society where they they group cry you know they, they share their emotions and they feel like he probably will be like the the future lover of her you know but like i think she she was not fitting into this what we have i guess where we are where their their society is a place where it's not about the single person it's about the group i was thinking about one thing at the end because my initial thoughts were like yeah christian even though he was a douchebag i don't think he deserved to die and maybe it was cruel of danny to choose that but if you think about it, what would have been the alternative if she didn't choose Christian? Christian wouldn't have been able just to leave and go back home and yeah, like nothing happened. Like they did the other th- exactly. Yeah. They probably would have just killed him anyway. So she was just thinking like, sure, it has to be Christian. Cause I, I mean, I they could keep him alive just to be like a sex animal, like to put him in a cage. Right. He wouldn't. Have, have that's right. Women. Breeding. Yeah. Just for purely breeding. for breeding. But, yeah, I don't think he would have had a good life even if she didn't choose him. So I think she was kind of doing that in multiple 
multiple facets like one to get rid of her old life and to detach herself and to be accepted in this new community and it's also a little bit of like a mercy killing for christian because i don't think he would have had a good life after even if he did survive this thing no dude they're doing blood eagles on people you even see the one part where they uh what was the friend you saw like (laughs) i think it was when he was running around naked um trying to get back but you see like josh's leg like sticking up out of a garden they're using it as like fertilizer for their plants and stuff like that yeah dude which is why i think it's part of like the rituals why they're burning all this stuff they're burning all these people they're probably taking those ashes and putting them in the fields to you know circle of life kind of bullshit and that kind of stuff so i don't know the whole movie in general it was like it was visually super interesting like it wasn't as scary as i thought like i don't know we're talking about halloween calendar you know movies to put on the calendar i thought it would be scarier but this was more of definitely like a just like fucked up unsettling yes that's the best mm-hmm. way to put it but there's all there's a yeah, lot think, of what the fuck in this movie yeah definitely not scary i wasn't scared at any point during this movie but it's just the tension and the anxiety of not knowing what's going to happen next i think is the scariest thing or most unsettling thing um, and I think that they did that in a really effective way throughout this entire movie. Like I said, it's a pretty long movie, it is. but I don't think it overstays its welcome. And like, there are some long drawn out shots, yeah. but again, they keep it, they keep it visually interesting. So you want to keep looking at it yeah. and you want to, and you also want to know what happens next mm-hmm. in the story. Like the one I just popped in my head, the one shot where they're driving out to the community, like. You see the car come at you, and then like the camera oh, ends up like flipping upside, upside down. down. Yeah, and then they use some cool camera tricks. And in then this movie, yeah. it like keeps rotating, but when it rotates up to the sky and comes back down, it's like back at the camp. It's like a cool visual. Yeah, I remember like, that. It gets you a little disoriented. They did another, there. another really cool transition they did that I thought was awesome was in the beginning yes, when I know what this is. when. Danny is in the apartment and she excuses herself when she's talking to Pele because she's going to cry in the bathroom. But then she goes into the bathroom of the apartment and it transitions oh, to the bathroom plane, on the plane. Yeah. Like, the camera flips up and you see her walking. I'm glad in you guys and, are talking about these awesome because shot. there's two edit, there's two shots that they cut that were very interesting to me. One, it was when they were walking to the the commune having a dinner or lunch or whatever, and a woman was like walking. I don't know if it was Danny or somebody else. I think it was somebody else, but they were just walking and they just cut. They didn't do, they just cut closer. It was a weird cut. And I know they did it. It was a very hmm. deliberate shot, but like you would never see that in a movie, but they, they did this transition where you see this woman walking to the table. Then they cut to her, but she's still walking to the table. It's just a little closer, but like visually it was kind of jarring. And I think it's on purpose. And then they did this with Josh. When Josh was like infatuated, he's like looking to the side he's thinking about the book or whatever and then they cut and he's in bed thinking about the book and the amount of attention and detail that they've put into every shot of this movie they're off with that transition of josh and i had to rewind it and i'm like hold on maybe i just looked at it wrong like no it's like the cameraman is lower in one and then taller in the other it's not a good why is he doing this like he did these two cuts hmm. and they're very purposely hmm. sloppy. Burn. And I don't know why, because everything else is masterful. Were they in the regular shot. movie you said? I thought yeah. you said these were removed. No, they're like in the movie. 
Like when you watch it, there's like a oh, shot. I don't remember these. Interesting. A bad cut of a woman walking. No, I don't remember and then these co- It's when Josh. It's when just before Josh dies. It's like the night. Sh- the night shot where he, when he's in bed and he's thinking about going to the book. It's like when Mark walks away and gets lured. They show Josh. He's just thinking about the book, and then, it's a weird shot. Go back and watch it, mm. and you'll see what I'm talking about. But. Mm. Maybe in a couple of years. Okay. I don't know if I need to watch this again <laughs> yeah, anytime right. soon. Hey, Dave, no, really, yeah. Dave, really one, quick. One Before done. we wrap this up, Dave, you talked about, you watched this with your wife. Yeah. What was yeah. her experience? She stayed up through it. That's more than I can say through most, like for most movies. Like, okay. Um, That's interesting. Like Blade Runner. Blade Runner just puts her right to bed. Sure. Something like that. Slow. But I don't know. It was like, it was, I think she had the same kind of reaction. Like. Not like what the fuck did I just watch in a bad way, but like what the fuck did I watch just watch like trying to unpack everything in there and you know we were both dying during the sex scene like we were there was a lot of <laughs> Dude, there was a lot I of couch talk that with going my spouse. <laughs> Dude, I watched I watched this with my wife as well. Yeah, really. That, I, the old I, lady well, put her hands helping hump. I normally, she doesn't watch the movies with me for the podcast, but I convinced her on this one. Oh my she, god, really? She loves culty stuff and like murder and all oh, that. Type there's of stuff. a lot of that. She's she's into like yeah true crime, but she lo- loves cult type stuff. Did she like the um, movie? She did like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yes. god, really? That's awesome. I think. Well, we were both again, like Dave said, we were both looking at each other at the end, like that was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes a while but, to digest no. what you just saw. Like. Again, my 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 wife is also a, a one to fall asleep during movies, but she stayed up through this entire mm-hmm. thing. And it's it's interesting because there are so many slow scenes in this movie, like I was saying, and like long shots that, you know, maybe they're a little bit longer than they have to yeah. be, but they're not boring. They they keep you interested. You could get this movie down to 2 hours without cutting out much. Oh yeah, for but. sure. Hey, maybe it's because everything's so bright. Like they let it, they let it breathe. That's for sure. Maybe, maybe it's the dark movies that put him to bed. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But it was. I mean, that was a. That's definitely an A twenty four film. Um, mm-hmm. It's glad got, I watched it. It's different. It's not like that cookie cutter stuff that you're gonna see for like summer blockbusters or anything like that. It's got like, it's got thought to it. It's got. You know, it's I don't know. The people that are making those movies that A twenty four produces are they're art they're artists. They're you know, they're like craftsmen of a, their is it, of their, you know, industry. So I don't know. Right. Like X Machina is a sci fi, right? Mm-hmm. And but it's like but you walk away from that sci fi a little different than most sci fi's. Yeah. And when it's you watch not... The Lighthouse, it's a weird drama with a little like thriller in there, but like you just walk away from the movie. I don't know if you've seen Under the Skin. That's an A twenty four film, I believe. Very bizarre. This one's weird, just because like one's it's just really because of the cult stuff, and it's really hard to put like a solid rating on it. Like if you were asked to like rate this movie, like it's weird because like I liked it, but it's hard to put a number rating on it. You know what I mean? I'm it's kind of, it's kind of like. It's kind of like the lighthouse too. I know I liked that movie, but where do I rate it on a scale of like one to ten? You know, I know right. it's I know it's very well made. I know it's shot beautifully, and I know it's that really I good. But I don't want to feelings see it again while anytime watching soon. It. Yes, exactly. And it's not because of like sad. It's not. It's not like like Schindler's List or something about like a very sad topic. It's just that like this movie just makes me feel of something I don't want to feel 
mm-hmm. for a while. Exactly. But I'm glad I felt exactly. it. But it's like a one and done or like once in a while kind of movie where like once in a while. Yeah, I probably won't watch this movie for a long time again. <laughs> There's no need because it makes you feel gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's purposeful. Yep. They do put out a lot. All right. Of well, it sounds though. like you guys liked it. So I'm glad you guys. No, I'm glad we watched it. It was a good. It's a good perfect for a podcast. To talk it's about. something different. Yeah. That's Who doesn't want to see this and then like talk about it and think about it and all that shit. So, um, well, anyways, if if you did listen to this conversation, I'm glad that you uh, saw the movie, and you know we dug into this movie as much as we could. Um, I think it's something that you just got to experience. It's worth seeing and talking about and all that stuff. But I think with all things, we have to come to an end. So let's set the fire, right, and just accept our fate that um, we're being sacrificed. <laughs> this is the end of Act Two. Not me. I left when as soon as they started doing mushrooms when they got there. Like, Fuck you guys. I'm <laughs> I stole the truck. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I while I was tripping, I Ubered to go out of there. Um. Well, Eric and I will burn. Uh, Eric is in the bear suit this time. Um, <laughs> oh no. Yep. So you're live for it. Uh. But when we arise, we'll be back into Act Three, where I have a round of movie twenty questions. We'll make it short and sweet, and then we'll get out of here. Welcome, brothers and sisters, to Act 3. I have laid out to you a game of questions, a game of knowledge. I call this 20 Questions Movie Edition. All right. <laughs> you know, I've uh, talked like that the whole time. Yeah. Oh, please, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, movie, 20 questions. We all know how to play this. They ask questions. All I can say is yes or no, and once they guess what it is, if they get it right, they win. If they get it wrong, game over. Other than that, please, brothers, ask your questions. Was this movie released before the year 2000? Yes. Dave, you tracking questions? How many many we ask? That's one. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Thank you. Um, does this movie come out, uh, before 1990? Before 1990? Mm-hmm. N- no. Ooh, 90s jam. Yeah. All right. Is this movie a horror movie? No. No. Okay. For some reason, uh, like comedy popped into my head, but I know, I mean, there's a ton of nineties comedies that I, uh, that I like. And I know Brandon likes his nineties comedies too, but 
Is this um shit? What was I gonna ask here? Is this Dumb and Dumber again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. Um, is this movie part of a series? There you go. Yes. Ooh. I feel like I got to nail down genre. I feel like comedy now kind of rules it out. I mean, there are comedy series, but they're not as common. Um, Would you say this movie is considered... uh, Does this movie have high action-y elements? And is it an is it an action movie? Just that's my question. <laughs> uh yeah, I would say this this is an action based, okay, a- action focused movie. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. Nineties hmm. action movie. It could be anything. Mission Impossible's. <laughs> you got your Mission. You got your Schwarzeneggers. You got your. Um. Does this movie contain um? I'll ask it the same way Brandon asked his question last week. Does this contain um, sci-fi elements or technology that is not currently available to us now? No. No? Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. Still a good question. I I came up. I like that. Still could be Jurassic Park. (laughs) It could be. That's true. Because we can make dinosaurs if we wanted to. Um, how, how about this? Are people are people shooting a lot Sweet. of guns in this movie? No, no. Okay, that helps. So it's not. Is this, an, is this not animated? The Matrix. It's not the Matrix. This is not an animated film. Okay. okay. It's an action movie, but no guns. Could be superheroes. Um, trying to think what else could still be Jurassic Park. Could be Jurassic Park still. We're only on eight, so we've only asked eight. Is this eight. movie nine. based on a franchise? Well, we it's we know it's a series. Hold on. Yeah, but yeah, is that not the same question? No, is it based on like a media franchise, like a like you know, like a comic book or like a you know? Oh, like does that. it like a does it have a, a license? Material? Sorry, I mean a license based on a license. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Batman. Batman. Forever. <laughs> could be. Um, so it's not sci-fi. It could be Batman. Yes, because Batman can do all those things. I'm now thinking superhero. It's based on a license. Uh, hmm. Could be turtles. Ooh, could, could be, be turtles. We had turtles before. Batman. I think. Did we? Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely hmm. thinking superheroes. But I don't want to get this... stuck on that. No. Well, let's let's cross that out. Um. Uh, 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 we could ask what based off a comic book we could ask yeah it's not animated it's an action movie it's part of a series is this um i guess we'll go there is this is this based off a comic book or book series yeah yes. all right getting closer 
is the now I, I just want to I don't want to blow all our questions, but we I only mean, asked ten. What else? Let's see. Nineties comic book movies: Batman, Turtles, like you said. What else? The Spider-Man movies came out in two thousands. Um, X-Men also came out in the year two thousand, so it can't be that. Uh, the original X-Men, okay. What else was in the night? The superhero movies weren't big in the nineties. The only thing I can think of is Batman. Is this part? Is this a Batman movie? I gotta ask. <laughs> oh no. damn it! That's I'm not Batman. Man. All right, that eliminates yeah all, all the nineties. Yeah, the halfway point, my friend. This is based off a comic in the nineties. It's not could be turtles, it. but Brandon might have forgot that we did turtles before. <laughs> have we? We did. We did. We did do turtles for twenty questions before. Um. Trying to think of what else. Yeah, what else from the in 90s? the nineties would have no Supermans, no Supermans, no. Maybe those were all eighties, and then he was quiet for the nineties. Um. Huh. Hmm. Well, why don't we get? Why don't we get turtles? It out could of the be. Way, then? Okay. Yeah. Um. Does this? Well, we're, this is twelve, I guess. Yeah, this so that's because that's the only lead we really have right now. I mean, we're not even a hundred percent sure it's superheroes. It most likely is, but I mean, they're, it's I guess based off a other. comic book. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what Spawn. Else? It's, no, Spawn's not a franchise. That was a one-off. Spawn. Does this movie feature turtles that are brothers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now we gotta. Which one is it though? Mm. I mean, we got we got a bunch. We got enough questions to just is this, go yeah. down the line. Is Does this, this movie involve <laughs> Super Shredder and Toka and Razar? I was gonna no. say which one is that? Is that the first one? That's two. Okay. What have you never seen no, those movies? We literally went through this the last time we did Turtles on Twenty. Oh, questions. really? Oh man, dude! Was I don't this the first that. movie in a franchise? In the franchise? Okay, yes, it's, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is this Teenage? Is this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Fifteen. Hey. Yes, we've is. done this. Nineteen ninety. We've 1990? done this. I don't know who did it. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, I wasn't I on that you, episode. I swear to God, Maybe you are the one that picked it. Before too, <laughs> stop it. Well, that's so that makes funny. it extra challenging. That's true. You're like, well, surely no, he would never take the same. One I again. even said, I'm like, maybe Brandon forgot we did turtles before. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, dude, well, I like that it was in 1990. And it, all right, I, real quick, real quick. Um, I was like, I want to do 20 questions. I want to keep it short. So, uh, I was like, Jack, dude. What uh? This is my kid. Like, what what movie should I do? And he's just like, mm. and I'm like, well, think about something that you would watch. Daddy would maybe be able to do on on the podcast. And he said, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, all right, oh, there you go. I'm like, oh, gee. So he kind of okay. picked it. I could respect that. 
That's, I didn't really go too far with it, but shame on me for forgetting. <laughs> Pick again, Jack. Apparently, I've already done one this. Of our, yeah, hopefully one of our regular listeners can pinpoint what episode we did that. It wasn't too long ago, I don't think. Oh, my God. I don't could, tell me I that. could check the books. Oh, I, I do have don't books of notes. So. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to find out. That's we'll funny, though. Go back. That's all right. It was it was still well, funny. Anywho. I'll tell you what, if anybody that's listening to this, if they want to submit a movie, you can yes, email us. Because Eric checks the email. I don't. Dave doesn't. So you can email us, and then Eric, can ho- next time he hosts, he can use your uh, your movie or game. Yes, if you want to email us a 20-question suggestion, whether it be movie, video game, whatever, uh, you can email us nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. You can join our Discord, nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord, and visit our website for all your nomad needs. And you can play our game, whatmapgame.com, if you want to join in on that fun. Uh, I think those are... I think those are all of our plugs. If you want to watch along with us, next week we are doing Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. So... Please watch along, send your send in your questions, hop in the Discord, talk to us about it. If it happens to be your favorite movie of all time, just tell us and we would we would love to hear it. That's all I got. Don't join any cults. Yeah. Don't join any cults. Good life not advice. Mu- not much good. Not much good happens when you join a cult. Mm-hmm. Don't go. Although to- Danny got a whole new family, so. If you, I guess if not that's what you're bad. looking for, yeah, uh, then maybe. Yeah, but. but if not, don't go to another country and just do a bunch of drugs and expect good things to happen. Don't go out in the middle of no. nowhere in a weird little village. It's a horrible summer there's, vacation. There's no, uh, you know, police within walking distance. But anyways. But anyways, yeah, here. get out there, explore. <laughs> exactly, that's what we're all about here. <laughs> no man's a fantasy, exploring different worlds. So maybe we'll go join a cult. All right. With that, safe travels nomads.